Good evening, and welcome to an evening with blurry photos. Tonight, splendor, elegance, grace, fangs, and beauty, all combined to the 2013 Miss Cryptid Contest. She's a vision in scales or fur, do not look directly at her. And hosting with me is the 1998 winner of the Mr. Cryptid competition, David the Mississippi Manimal Flora. Well, I do declare, Dave. How you doing tonight? Well, I'm just all a dither with the splendor. Dave, I have never seen a more lugurious field of cryptid contestants since about 2003. Well, David, your horrible diction sounds like honey rolling off a duck's butt. Delicious. Indeed it is. It's what we like to eat down in Muzzle Supper. (laughs) For the entire month of May, we'll be taking a look at 16 luxurious examples of cryptozoology. Some of these shyer violets of the cryptozoological world. Girls who don't get onto the dance floor as much as they should. That's right, Dave. And before I forget... Let, let me introduce my co-host and your main MC for this competition, Dave. Don't stop me now, Stecco. It's good advice and well-heeded because I have so much to talk about tonight. We have, over the course of this competition, 16 air quotes beautiful asterisk question mark contestants. Each week we'll be looking at four individual beauties. That's right, and this week we've got some real fine specimens, and then we are going to have four more next week, and we're going to have four more the week after that, and we're going to have four more the week after that. And each week, y'all get to vote on your favorite cryptid. That's right, David. Log on to blurryphotos.org and vote for your favorite contestant for Miss Cryptid 2013. Tonight, we'll be going to the four corners of the Earth. We'll be traveling from the somewhat predictable location of the Pacific Northwest all the way to the Emerald Isle that is not Ireland, but actually Scotland. And from there, we might travel to the vast, desert, arid region of the Gobi Desert. All the way up to the vast, cold, arid region that is the Arctic. We're staying north of the border this week, but don't you worry. The net for Miss 2013 Cryptid Contest will span the globe. That's why we are casting that sucker wide. It's going to capture cryptids and hopefully your hearts. Well, it's already got its hook into me. A quick moment of clarification, Mr. Flora. Are you from Mississippi or drunk? Yes. (laughs) Guilty as... (laughs) Guilty as charged. And now a brief word from our legal department. 
Cryptids not beautiful at all. Do not look cryptids in the eye. Do not make loud noises. If you have a heart condition, you may be too tall for this ride. Always have fresh water handy. Cryptids do not respond to religion. Fighting a cryptid may result in the following. Pink eye, blood dousing, multiple slaps, death, heart palpitations, irritability, depression, snapped neck, rash, lycanthropy, priapism, postural hypertension, restless leg syndrome, and or headaches. Cryptids may or may not be real. Some limitations may apply. Well, apply as needed. And let's begin this 2013 miscrypted contest. She's got tentacles in her eye sockets. <laughs> My gosh, I hope everybody lasted the whole time through there. <laughs> oh, and that's all the time we have this week. <laughs> like us on Facebook. <laughs> Bye. We still don't know what Stumble Upon is. Again, good night. Yay. <laughs> For a, for a more uh, vanilla version, this is Blurry Photos. I'm David Flora. I'm Dave Stecco. And uh, welcome to the 2013 Miss Cryptid. All month of May, we're going to be bringing you these things. And you are going to get to vote on them. Vote for your favorites. And then at the end, uh, we're going we're gonna to crown a winner yep. who will receive a brand spanking new 2013 Golden Goatman trophy. That's right. We're, the, we're handing out the Golden Goatman to the, uh, the cryptid with the, the most... Did. Yep. <laughs> but that, the cryptid isn't the only winner here, Mr. Flora. Oh, why is that? The listener is also the winner, and not in some asshole, like, general, like, oh, you're getting to hear this through your winning sense. I literally mean we're actually going to select one of the, uh, every vote you cast mm-hmm. is just a lottery ticket. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that you didn't even have to pay money for. And uh, it makes, so, yeah. that, that defeats the whole purpose of gambling. That's right. That's right. We are terrible gamblers here at Blurry Photos, and we are going to send you a prize package. Oh, what are they going to win? We have no idea yet. Yay! <laughs> but it's going to be great. Uh, one hint, though. You may win your very own replica Golden Goatman Trophy. What? I said you may win your very own replica Golden Goatman Trophy. That's a pretty big deal. That's that's huge. So uh, just know that if you win, you are going to have to give us an address. Yeah, something... It doesn't have to be your address. <laughs> right. Just an address. To, so that we can send you, send you a, a, lot of, a lot of cool stuff, mm-hmm. a trophy that you can proudly display at home yep. next to your bowling trophy and or pig trophy. And if you don't win, don't send us your address because we're not going to do anything worthwhile with it. Yeah, we'll if, probably just like sign you up for I don't know like a Title Nine catalogs. <laughs> Lands in. Oh, you man. guys like Lands in? I bought my mom something from Title Nine once, and I get a catalog every ten days. <laughs> it's awful. That's not going to happen, by the way. Le- that's that's legal jargon. We're not going to Title Nine you. And if you don't win, don't get all butt hurt about it. We'll have more of these things. No, I, I disagree. Get butt hurt because it means you are invested. Okay. Get mad about it. You, you know what I like about you? Gla- glass half full guy. Yeah. You you find the silver lining. That's right. You can't, you, if you, if you am, never care, I'm you never get hurt. I'm pessimist possum. <laughs> boo, hoo, hoo. I'm going to play dead now. <laughs> that's awful because as the optimist, I'm forced to pick an animal that starts with O and you just took a possum? You're a dick. <laughs> I took it and I, I chopped off that first letter. Because it doesn't need all those letters. Gosh, that's too many letters. Then I'm Optimist Opossum. And I'm just hanging in there. <laughs> Upside down. I'm the maddest marsupial in North America. You're the only marsupial Shut in Shut up. <laughs> oh, man. Someday we're going to get around to a podcast. But not today. <laughs> nope. 
you know, someday we're going to get around to combining all of these little cartoon creatures that we've created. Oh, man. And they're all going to get together. And they're all going to have misadventures. Yep. There's the filing ferret. He was in there. Gobekli Pepe. (laughs) Gobekli Pepe. (laughs) There was another one. There's a bunch of but, them. <laughs> all right, can we can we talk about some more stuff? Oh man, yeah, we can. We can, but uh, let's not. Let's let's ju- jump into these cryptids so that people stop getting more and more irritated. All right, so uh, let's get let's get straight to the candy tonight. Our four Ms. Cryptid uh, contestants are the Mongolian deathworm, the Pagea, the Bat Squatch, and the Knuckle of E. Now I'm going to say that again, Bat Squatch. Not Sasquatch. And this these are all real cryptids. None of these are made up by us. Exactly. They were mm. made up by other people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, these are all... Uh, you can find them uh, with minimal effort. Uh, well, I mean, not but, literally. But like, it's going to take a you supreme can, you can amount find, of effort to find them in the real world. You can find some information about them yep. with minimal effort. And a lot of them, you're not going to find a lot of information on. So... Yeah, we, we actually had this long discussion because there's so many cool cryptids that, that there's there's such a small amount of information on that there's there's no way we could do a, a full righteous screaming podcast about. Mm-hmm. So we were trying to find a good way to, to get get like how do we corral all these little Pokemons? <laughs> this seemed like a great way to do it. So we're doing it. So we're gonna start out tonight with the Pagia. Yeah. This is an interesting one, uh, and it's from a region that we have yet to touch, the uh, far north Arctic region, yeah, uh, far north Canada. It comes from, uh, it, it's a monster from the folklore of the Ialmute people of Canada. This is a group within the Inuit nation, if, if that uh, uh, makes more sense to you. But a very, I, I don't even know if these guys are alive anymore unfortunately i if there are there are very very few of them well i mean having read the description of the pagia i can understand why yeah okay really that was mostly just like disease blankets and white man over yeah over caribou hunting um but uh here's here's what the pagia is pretty pretty neat it's described as a giantess Mm -hmm. so a, a, a big old lady grotesque with long black hair that covers her body. Okay, well, you'd need that in the frozen north. Yeah, nothing else. Where's nothing else? Just that, just mm-hmm. that long hair. But uh, her most endearing quality is her one leg growing out of her genitalia. <laughs> I had no idea she was French. <laughs> uh, yeah, this this leg grows right out the middle of her pelvic region, and it ends in a horribly twisted, disfigured foot. Oh man, that sucks that it was like everything was fine and then the foot got w- made it weird, right? Uh, yep. <laughs> everything was perfectly okay and then then the foot ruined it. Yeah, yeah, it's like you could chalk it up to evolution and then <laughs> oh, you, can't man. you can't chalk one leg up to evolution. No, you can't. <laughs> anyway, uh it's said that she tracks the footprints of hunters during the long winter nights uh and she uh, visits camps by darkness. And she hunts the humans to devour them. Boy. Yeah. She's most successful hunting during blizzards when she can get close to her prey. Well, yeah. She's not much of a runner. Right. So so here's some things that are some nice qualities. Just looking at her means petrification and or instant death. And it was said that to see her was to die with a great hole ripped in your chest, out of which Paeja had torn the living spirit of her victim. 
Whoa, so she doesn't even have to lay hands on you or nope. or foot. Nope. You're just one of those guys. <laughs> wow. Yep. Look at her and she rips your soul out through through your chest. No, I would say this. I would say that I I'm putting a point in the category of possibility for this. Because first of all, if this exists, there's not going to be a hell of a lot of survivors to tell the tale. Right. And those who do would probably keep their mouths shut about it. And there's not a lot of information available about the pager. Correct. So I'm on board. Yeah. When her tracks are spotted, meaning her one twisted foot track. <laughs> hopping just, along yeah. Well, like, is it just like a, a weird, like just thud mark in the snow? Yeah. But a line of them. Yeah. What if there are multiple pages? No, they, they they travel single file to hide, to hide their numbers. numbers. <laughs> no, there's just one page. Um, These blaster points are far too precise for pager. Sorry. Nobody travels any farther if they see these tracks in the snow, because they don't want to. They don't want to run into this thing. Yeah, no doubt. That's that's where you, we're calling it a day. Yeah. Uh, so what do you what do you think of this one? That's I mean that's the basic information that's out there. That's that's what we get from from the folklore of, of the peoples and stuff. Well, I, I you just you just put your finger right on it. Uh, I think it's a a spooky piece of folklore that I think that you know you're you're out there you're wrapped in. In furs, you're you're hunting, and it's below zero. Mm-hmm. There's blizzards, and the guy at the front's like, "Oh boy, this this really sucks." Oh, page of footprint. We're calling it a day, guys. Ah. It's time to time to pitch camp. <laughs> don't want don't want to yeah. get caught. Because why else in a place that's so harsh that already already has you almost dead to begin with? Right. Why would you need to fear something else? Yeah, I that? I think it's just a good reason for them to make camp for the night. I, that's smart. And there like was it. probably there was probably some bohunk dude that was all yeah, but I got this great spear. I'm I'm not afraid to fight a pager. And then the the front guy's like, oh no 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 no, you'll never even get the chance. You see, if you see the pager, you're just dead. <laughs> dead. You'll you're... just turn to stone, or you just die. And he's like, oh well, I mean, if, I mean, I I'm okay. He's like, no 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 no. There'll just be a hole where she pull your rip soul your soul out. Your soul? Are you, are you so tough that you don't need a soul? You don't dude? need a soul, buddy. Maybe we should just make camp. Then you're for the a night. harder ticket than I thought you were. <laughs> well, because the rest of us are pitching camp, we're yeah. just going to make our tents here. If you want to go on out there, yeah. keep keep going, tough guy. Go for it. And then he goes out by himself and freezes to death. And like, Paige, you got him. Paige, you got him. Paige, you got him. Never heard from again. Yep. God, I hated that guy. <laughs> so glad he's gone. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know. That's that's the best I could. Uh, I, I like that. I, I, I mean, as silly as it may sound, that's 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 pretty funny. But from from the information that that was gathered on it from uh, a researcher that went up and lived with the Yelmiute for a while, and and heard all these tales and saw how they reacted to even the mention of of the name, like it was a very real thing for them, you know. Yeah. So uh, uh, it's that's a that's a real interesting one. Like we said, not a lot of information out there on it. Uh, but enough to where it can get inside this 2013 Miss Cryptid Contest. All right. (laughs) And now a word from our sponsors, which would be great, which would mean we were getting paid, but we don't have sponsors. So onward with the show. On we go. Our next stop on our international talent festival of culture and cultularity brings us to the steppes of Mongolia, home of the Mongolian death worm. This is a real thing. Oh, 
Did you ever see the movie Mongol? Nope. That was in it. Oh, I've um, got a soul CD of that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I really Like do. Mongolian chanting or whatever? Yeah, it's um, called Chergilchen. Sure it is. It is. I've got it. I'm not... <laughs> We might. I'll give that to you. You can use it if you want. No. <laughs> nah. Nah. Uh, Mongolian death worm. First of all, huge points for awesome fucking name. Yeah. <laughs> it's You're- like they. It's like they had one of those things where uh, that they fa- they found it on Facebook, and it's like if the first letter of your last name is uh is this, then it's oh, yeah. this name. And if if <laughs> yeah, it did use the cryptid name generator. The cryptid name generator. So. The, uh, the Mongolian death worm, as it implies, it lives in the Gobi Desert of Mongolia. Mm-hmm. It's generally thought to be between two and five feet long. Mm-hmm. It's red, like bright, bright red. red. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's got like a bag of tricks to destroy you. Tell them what they want, Dave. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> well, <laughs> it has the ability to spew acid. Oh, and uh, it'll, which is the acid, I guess, will turn things yellow and corrode them. Yeah, strong enough to kill humans. Yep. Uh, also, it can uh, kill you electrically. What? It's got like, it's like the emperor. <laughs> yeah. It will like, it will shock you. If you are renewing the power of the Gobi Desert. <laughs> I'm afraid your power. I don't know what else. What? Yeah. <laughs> the part, the, the, it's my favorite part. I'm afraid. Your friends have all failed. <laughs> wow. Um, now witness the power of this fully operational death star. <laughs> so great. All right. Yeah, that, that dry rattling. <laughs> um. Yeah, so it, it, it will... Uh, it's like an electric eel in that sense, almost, but on land. Yeah, but except for you have to touch an electric eel for it to mess with your life. Mm. This one is like, it oh, are you are it. you out of acid spew range? <laughs> no problem. Zwarnge. <laughs> I will Tesla your shit. <laughs> and so it is... Uh, and it first came uh, came up like in the 20s as the first mm. Westerner. I mean, the the uh, the Mongols of the Gobi Desert have been like, yeah, those things have we been fucking us up forever. Yeah. And so they've, I mean, there's been like expeditions. There's been a lot of, like, this is. People I, want to find this thing. Yeah. This is as famous as you can get, but still make it under the bar for the 2013 Miscrypted Contest. <laughs> That's fun. I mean, it burrows underground and then it just shows up and wrecks shop. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and there's there's also uh, stories that its skin, just touching its skin, can can cause instant death or or tremendous pain, the, if the acid or the electricity doesn't get you. Uh, so don't grab it. Right. Yeah. If if you're too close for it to shoot lightning at you, but you're too nimble for it to spray acid onto you, and you're like, I'm gonna run up and touch it. Don't do it because that will also don't, kill you. Yeah. Don't noodle for these things. <laughs> Oh, that's that's the Mississippi manimal talking right there. <laughs> Y'all don't go noodling for Mongolian death worms. Um, and and much like any other worm, uh, it's the best time to find it is in the rainy season mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. summer uh, when uh, you've got a lot of rain, ground gets saturated, you're just going, like an earthworm. You're gonna get you're gonna get uh, death worms. Yeah, the the name in Mongolian is Olgoi Khorkhoi, which means intestine worm, so named for its parents. 
right. It's like huge, large intestines crawling around. Murderous intestines. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like my intestines after a visit to Taco Bell. Oh. But um boom. Thank you. That thing can kill a moose. <laughs> <laughs> but it's 99 cents. <laughs> I love the name. Mm-hmm. I love that it it has more abilities than an X-Man. <laughs> and I love that there have been like fully funded expeditions to find this thing. People, this is this is not like a, a wink and a nod cryptid. No. This is a this is a cryptid that people get funding from universities to go look for. Yeah. Because it's it's all over the folklore uh, of the mm-hmm. area. Those the Mongolians genuinely believe in it although many of them have never witnessed one themselves well i mean how would you survive well it's like the paeja <laughs> yeah well if you don't have that insatiable uh touching curiosity that's true that just has to feel it <laughs> i've never touched an intestine before yeah and, and 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 it's got all these so you do you wonder does it use the acid to help dissolve rock does that I mean, yeah, move underground and then and to that end, then it would be kind of slathered with this venomous acid. Which so you try it, to touch it yeah. and but blam. Hmm. Some descriptions have it uh, tapering off into a thin tail. But uh, the Czech cryptozoologist slash explorer Ivan Makrolay described it as having no discernible head or tail. It was just kind of like a sausage crawling around. You just have no idea which end you're after. Right. And it does, though. It knows. Oh, it knows. It's probably both ends at yeah, that point. Yeah, it doesn't even care. It doesn't it's a, a worm that just shoots death at, at, out of everything. Most likely, because it's all story, not many witnesses to this thing. More than likely, uh, I think people have surmised that it's it's a tale to inspire fear or maybe uh, uh, even a mistaken identity of uh, a combination of animals or something. You know, it could be a reptile or, or some kind of snake or something, or or it could be uh, one thing that has, you know, a, a venom ability and one thing that, that burrows. You yeah. know, people could have combined legends over the years. Yeah, and I'm sure, I mean, if it's, if it's a rare, actual creature, you know, people are going to add, embellish, and stuff like that. Of course. It's the Merlin of cryptids. <laughs> You know, is he pagan? Is it a Christian worm? <laughs> uh, but uh, but nonetheless, I mean, I think this one stands a really good chance of actually there's there's something actually being there. Could be. I mean, that's a huge region. Yeah, gigantic. It's not like there's a lot of people running amok there, right? And and there's not a huge amount of uh, of other reasons for people to be there. I mean, it's just it's it's a, a pretty sparsely populated area. Without with the exception of paleontology, <laughs> not a lot of scientific interest in the area. Mm-hmm. I mean, the dinosaur hunters, they, they live and die in the Gobi Desert. I'm surprised they haven't run across a few of these things. Well, maybe they have. How many have you heard of? That's true. <laughs> well, you know them paleontologists. If it isn't ain't a skeleton, they don't care about it. What is the one dude, Jack Horner? Isn't that a paleontologist? That's I, I always remember this dude because of the name. I think that's his name, Jack Horner. He, he worked, find out. worked a lot in, in Utah and Wyoming and things like that. Maybe he's been out there. I've just exhausted my knowledge of paleontologists, by the way. You nailed it. He's an American paleontologist. I used to be real into dinosaurs. Well, he still is really into dinosaurs. Ooh, ooh, ooh mama. Oh. So uh, what do you think, Flora? This this one, because like what you just said, the, the region being so big and everything, there's a good chance that there may be something to it. And the description uh, of maybe using some of that acid to to burrow with, you know, and then having it. Uh, the weird part is the electricity. 
that's the, the weirdest yeah. part about it. But some kind of sandworm, you know, some kind of uh, graboid out there that they oids, yes. <laughs> you know, I'm glad we got some tremors into this. Well, and and tremors apparently was inspired by by that. Yeah, we'd have to. What, what, what did the lady say? We have to predate the fossil record. <laughs> tremors was a great movie, though. Excellent movie. Uh, n- not really any of the characteristics besides being a worm and, and burrowing, though. Yeah, but that was enough. Oh, and it had tentacle mouth. Yeah. Didn't have any acid, didn't have any electrical charge. But uh, but here's the, the the other reason that I like the Mongolian death worm is, I mean, granted, at a distance, not really. But it's not claiming anything that something else in the animal kingdom doesn't have. There are precedents that support this thing's abilities. True. Which then again lends itself to being a an amalgamation of true all right all right i'll give you that electricity thing man i've never heard of an electrical charge on land yeah from from anything Hmm. maybe that became popular after the 70s yeah they were just like oh dude let's make it electric it's from the dark side oh look out y'all should leave (laughs) y'all should leave (laughs) we are going to leave mongolia let's do it flora where are we going to next we are going to the far north reaches of scotland oh i (laughs) get rid of that hat that stupid hat and put on your kilt laddie (laughs) i like it what kind of wee weird beastie are you looking for today well, I'll tell you what, in Orcadian folklore, which Ooh. means from Orkney, the archipelago in northern Scotland. I did not know the orcs came from Scotland. They sure did. Oh. Just real, real far north. Uh, there's a creature of sheer evil, which terrorizes <laughs> the islanders and has no other task. <laughs> its its job is to suck. <laughs> this is the Nukalavi. Uh, Nukalavi. This is a malignant fairy that lives in the North Sea and is primarily a marine creature, but is known to wander on land and wreak havoc. No. Yeah. Um, now, the stories vary about uh, descriptions of it. Well, uh, I mean, let's start with the with the simple things. Like, what color is its skin, David? Oh, uh, you know what? Uh, look, we'll hold off on... on uh, Skin color, because I mean we're we're diverse here on. Okay, photos. I mean I, I don't want to be focused on the color of its skin, yeah. but as far as a general description, I would think you would start there. But that's fine. I'm sure you have a perfectly good reason. Move on with your description yeah. in the manner that you think is best. Okay, uh, recorded descriptions say it's a vile hybrid <laughs> of a man and a horse and a nightmare and <laughs> nightmares. Uh, by hybrid, I mean a horse with a human torso growing out of its back. Not like centaur. Not like... Oh, so it's like it's like a guy riding a horse, but the guy doesn't have legs. Right. And the saddle is where his pelvis yes. is just, just socketed into the horse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, and now that's, that's step one. Step two? Mm-hmm. Step three, profit. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the torso's head is 10 times the size of a normal head. 10 times. 10 times. There's a bobblehead. And lolls around because of its weight. Because what neck could support that? Right. So that's that's step two. Uh, Has an incredibly wide mouth that juts out like a pig's snout. See, you know what? I already feel bad for asking what color its skin was because having just hearing the description so far, then it couldn't possibly even matter. 
No. I know. It's just like everything else is so weird that like there's nothing else. Yeah, not the skin has nothing on this thing. So uh, it also has long ape-like arms that hang down to the ground from its perch upon the back of this horse. Dear God. And its breath is foul enough to wilt crops. Well, I would think so. <laughs> uh, now, some, some stories have it riding a horse, but the popular description has them combined, and which is the one we're going to go with. Yep. yep. Uh, the horse mm-hmm. is said to have two legs and two flippers, or a leg-flipper combo. Wait, which is like like front like flipper up front party in the back, right? Or uh, or legs all over but with fins on them or sort of webbed like hooves. ATV web- <laughs> webbed hooves. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, either the rider or the horse has a single red eye burning with a red flame. Ugh. All right, uh, now you know what. Let's get to let's get to its most endearing feature. Okay, the skin. Yeah, what color is it? The whole thing has no skin. Hark! There's no skin on it. It is entirely muscle and veins with <sighs> thick black blood coursing through them. Uh, so that's there's there's no color to the skin because there is no skin. Nukalavi. Nukalavi. That is the worst sounding thing I've ever. That's I. That's that's like the cryptid equivalent of the aristocrats joke. <laughs> Oh, and also it's got gorilla arms and a pig head, and the head's so gigantic that it can barely support it. And in the middle of the pig head is one giant eye, but it's not just a regular eye. It's also got flames shooting out of it, <laughs> and it wilts crops, and it can also swim all the time. Usually it does. Sometimes its feet are partially fins. Also, sometimes it's on land, and that's when it destroys everything. Oh, did I mention it has no skin? So you just have to see weird black blood coursing through its half-rotten corpse. Hark. <laughs> and if that wasn't enough it's imbued with supernatural strength oh of course it is it devours humans and and laser rockets it it ruins crops it carries disease and uh, causes drought well the disease i can believe yeah that's that comes from the breath but it has a weakness (laughs) how that seems to defeat the purpose of god's most heinous creature well you you gotta have some hope man its weakness is fresh water. Oh. So if you're if you're running from the thing, and good luck if you are. God, yeah. But if you're running from this thing, find a stream, find a creek mm-hmm. or a, a, creek? a river, and, and get over it. What about a gully? If there's water in it, yeah. Okay. If it's like... Uh, Culvert? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if there's water in it. Okay. But there's got to be fresh water. It can't cross over it, and it uh, uh, burns it. To the touch, if if it if it touches it, wow. So you know if you're if you're carrying around your Evian bottle mm-hmm. and you happen upon a knuckle of E, toss that Evian right at its gob. Oh look at that! It's a knuckle of E. I'm so scared. Oh, just a moment while you meet my friend, the Super Soaker. <laughs> Aye, it's a ridiculously over-engineered squirt gun, you. T- <laughs> Oh, who's afraid now? Back to the ocean with you, skinless. <laughs> Get back in here. Get back in here. I guess it has to be that gross, because this is haggis culture we're discussing. Well, yeah. If their food is like that, then they're right. monsters. Yeah, like, what yeah. does it take? Yeah, that's the that's what they're, they're putting in their mouth. So whatever has to scare <laughs> them 
<laughs> has to just be made entirely out of buttholes. There's a reason it's called smart water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Because if you don't carry it, you're doomed. <laughs> and you deserve to die <laughs> in the manner of its choosing. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, uh, it also has a terrible aversion to burning seaweed. The smell of it apparently causes it horrible offense and throws it into an extreme rage. Uh, and then it rides off and decides to, to really do up the spread and disease aspect. So and, you can like you can drive it away from your house, but you know it's going to go just destroy a village somewhere? Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and mostly it, it goes after the livestock. It, it makes horses sick to the point of death. Oh, it's making me sick to the point of death. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, man. That's oh, uh, uh, here's here's a little bonus for you. Um, I'm gonna play you a snippet, a small small part of the song "The Knuckle of E" from the game Bard's Tale. Of course, this thing showed up in a video game. Right, right. It had to. It's an amazing song. Uh, I'll I'll play it for you now. Okay, let's let's, let's hear it. I'll tattle a tale that is terribly true. Started out as a rumor, but suddenly grew. And I deals with a man and a horse and a ring. So settle on in and our song we shall sing. It happened one day in a ring by a farm Something that tragically brought so much harm How could a place abundant with charm Create such a beast with a spear for an arm? And death and destruction is what you'll get When it's coming for you and you kill You will wet and it's big and it's strong It's quite plain to see that this is the tale Of the knuckle of the Knuckle of the knuckle of the Are big and evil and heinous who could it be a set you free? It really must be an anus. Oh, knuckle of the it's easy to see in the terror you leave. It's raining on me. The village is burned and the taverns are missed. And the beer's all gone and the elders are pissed. And if they ever should find the fool, hang him upside down by his tool and spin him around until he gets sick. <coughs> ah! I should do the trick. Hey! Knuckle of me, oh knuckle of me, the terror you offer is high class. Who could it be a set you free? Really must be a dumbass. Knuckle of me, oh knuckle of me, the horror you furnish is widespread. Who could it be a set you free? Really must be an ox head. That was magnificent. <laughs> That's in a game. Yeah, the Bard's Tale. Dude, Amazing. When you can bring a, a complete song about a cryptid, you're doing it right. You're doing <laughs> it proper. I don't I don't have any great I mean, I I'm sure. As a matter of fact, I'd be willing to bet a substantial amount of money that there's a Swedish like speed metal song called Mongolian Deathworm. Oh, probably. But probably. There there's I, there might be a a band. Oh yeah, that's a great band name. I think there's a band name for almost all these all these cryptids. Oh man! Well, you know, uh, if they are going to write a song about it, you know, you know where that song would come from. Probably somebody up somewhere up in Seattle or Washington, Pacific Northwest. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. All those grungers loitering in Portland, waiting for their moment again. That's true. Just getting weird with it, going on hikes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's where we're headed next, Mister Flora. Oh goodness. Yep. 
Uh, I you, bring you, you snuck that one in there like a knife through the roof. That's right. You didn't even know I was there, did you? And then it was too late. Too late. Leaving the Orkneys. Oh, man. Going to Mount Rainier. Ah, Rainier. I remember you. So, uh, travel with me, Mr. Flora. Okay. To the beautiful Pacific Northwest, which is already rife with cryptids. And, I mean, this ain't the only squatch in this pond. Oh? Yeah. Now, everyone is is painfully familiar with uh, the, the, the Bigfoot's. The Sasquatch, like he's, I mean, he's the the Brad Pitt of the cryptozoological world. Yeah. Who would be the Angelina Jolie? Mermaids. Oh, good call. Good call. Well played. <laughs> well played. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes. Do you know... Uh, I, I really enjoyed the intro to the um, Merlin episode, and I was like, God, I got to think of a reason to do that weird wizard voice more. It's really good. It didn't <laughs> sound like you at all. I was really enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> eh, we'll find something. It's not like this is getting any less weird over time. <laughs> uh, so uh, our fourth uh, contestant of the night, Bat Squatch. Bat Squatch. Not bat not Sasquatch, but Bat Squatch. Yeah. It's uh it is a large hominid that has uh the wings of a pterodactyl. What? It is uh purplish in color and it has uh a bat like head and somewhat like our friend the Mothman. Burning red eyes. Whoa. Yes. And so, and uh, and the, the sightings of the Bat Squatch first cropped up in the eight nineteen eighties. Okay. Uh, and uh, and it has been it has been sighted uh repeatedly since then. And where was it at? It's it's actually uh in Western Washington State. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and it it is actually some people associate it uh with Mount Saint Helens as though the uh. The mountain erupted, and this sort of woke it from its eternal slumber deep within the bells of the earth. Wow. Yeah, but it's it's a real cryptid, dude. <laughs> it's Bat Squatch. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is amazing. There, there's a famous article uh, from, I guess, Mount Rainier and around that area uh, in 1994 when a young man had a close encounter with it, and apparently this guy was camping and uh, uh, looked over, and this thing was standing there staring at him. And uh, it was uh, it was pretty freaky. I mean, he got a good look at it, but he eventually said he didn't feel threatened by it. He just felt kind of weird and like he was out of place. You know, he he mm-hmm. was the one that was not yeah in 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 the right spot, <laughs> as opposed to this thing. Uh, and and it's funny. I think he describes it. You know, the the same way. Uh, he's he's got one of the best descriptions out of it, but uh, he he described the the skin being kind of bluish tint, tint which I mm-hmm. think you know the purple and the blue. What, sure, it's same family, right? Um, with it, with the the fur, I guess I shouldn't say skin. It's it's furry like a like a monkey. Well, at least this guy's got skin <laughs> and uh, big muscular ticket. And uh, this guy described it having uh, yellowish eyes uh, at the time and and tufted ears. Hmm. Which, uh, if if you look it up on uh, images on online, 
it kind of looks like the ears of a lynx in a way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. Yeah. You see that? Which which then again would be like, oh, well, the eyes, you know, a yellowish eyes for that might match. Now, he might have seen lynx squatch, which we're going to talk about later. <laughs> Anything squatch. <laughs> My Mongolian death squatch? Oh, man. <laughs> Lightning shooting acid squatch? I love that. Oh, my God. Nucleus Squatch. Nucleus Squatch. Nucleus Squatch. That's the worst cryptid. And all it says is, kill me. <laughs> kill me. Uh, now, I, I also found a, a much a, a very recent report from 2009. Yeah, yeah. Of uh, a guy who, and again, that, that there's a real consistency here. I like this guy because he put everything in sort of a, when he was describing it, he used a lot of uh, a lot of examples, so he thought this guy was like pretty uh, pretty muscular, like Hulk Hogan. Nice, which is m- terrifying. If you see a purple Hulk Hogan in the forest, <laughs> I think that if you if you claim that, that's mandatory drug testing. <laughs> I'm just imagining like <laughs> this scripted like looking around like, <laughs> like he's he's near death, no, but no, then no. like people start like cheering and he's like oh oh and he oh, gets up <laughs> <laughs> and if he thinks he hears something he he like leans over and does this really big <laughs> hand to <in> the ear. <laughs> if you get too close to him, a big foot to the face. <laughs> Uh, but watch uh, out! He'll leg drop you, and oh, it hurts. Do it. <laughs> Wait, uh, go on. Sorry, I'm imagining a purple Hulk Hogan. He's looking for all his little squatchamaniacs. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh brother! <laughs> yeah, you're never gonna find me out here. <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. I'm the, I'm the most badass cryptid in the USA. Oh my God! Coming out of the locker room, it's Randy the Mothro Man Savage. <laughs> Son of a <laughs> <laughs> He's running oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ooh yeah And you know what I'm gonna do then? Oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh wrestling <laughs> All that because some guy said Hulk Hogan <laughs> Motho man. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to look into my eyes, Hulkster, and I want you to see what I see. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh all right. 220 buddy. pounds of twisted steel <laughs> and sex appeal. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Was he re- was he referring to the bridge? What? The bridge that collapsed. Oh, God. <laughs> Too soon, dude. Too soon. The silver bridge. Oh, man. Yikes. Anyways, hoodly diddlies, and then the the one that nobody likes, the underfaker. <laughs> oh, that's really good. He's, <laughs> what? He's not a real cryptid. He's just some dude faking it. <laughs> yeah, he's the guy he's in the, the gorilla underfaker. suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> cryptids canceled. Now it's all just cryptid wrestling. For the rest of the month. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Randy the Motho Man Savage. <laughs> I, will, 
I, I'm done for this episode because I'm going to spend the rest of the time thinking of wrestler names <laughs> and cryptids. I'm okay with it. Okay. All right. He also described it as having uh, the wingspan of at least 50 feet. Why? What? What? <laughs> it seems a bit excessive. I mean, if it doesn't have hollow bones, it probably <laughs> needs that, but 50 feet. How is it going to get through the woods with that? It's like, that's like three hang gliders. <laughs> I mean, obviously it can fold them up and everything, but to get off the ground, yeah, you're going to need a lot of clearance. Son. Now, now he wasn't. In, now, he said that uh, he was, t- was paralyzed, so he didn't get a picture of it. Sigh, like Kiff from Futurama. Uh, Amy. Um, <laughs> but he said it seemed to have uh, the head of a bat. But when he thinks about it, he knew that it was not the head of a pterodactyl. So I'm glad that he had some sort of, he was like, oh, listen, I know what I didn't see. <laughs> I didn't see a dinosaur. I saw a purple Hulk Hogan Bat-headed, fifty-foot wingspan. Yeah. Now this was at Mount Shasta. Okay. Which is fun to say, Shasta. Maybe this thing's from the Hollow Earth. Maybe it just flew up and out of the, the yeah, Hollow Earth. Came out of a chimney there or something. In Mount Shasta, also volcanically active. Okay. So there's there's a connection. Huh. Maybe it lives in magma shafts. <laughs> Maybe it's like those things from Pitch Black. Oh yeah. That's creepy. Little land hammerheads. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's what I've got for uh, the the bat squatch. Crazy. Uh, over- I, I I saw something that uh, in 2011 there was a, what? a an article that um, I thought my finger was on the pulse. Sorry, bro. This this guy came from Pittsburgh, just just northeast of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Some somebody uh, I think saw it on a road as they were driving, and uh, they described the legs looking like they bent backwards almost. Like canine style. Oh, okay. That that and that, but the rest of the the description sort of matched. Kind of a purplish, bluish skin, uh, fur, and um, uh, wings. You know, and and some kind of some kind of head with bat like or ape like features. Huh. Uh, no, he did not use a wrestler to describe it, so I, I wasn't okay. very invested. But yeah, um, he probably didn't see. He doesn't. I, people, <laughs> there's two things you need to do when you see a cryptid. One, snap a photo. Try to have your hands shaking when you do it. <laughs> Second of all, try to think in terms of pro wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> Give us the imagery we need to, to create the, the mental picture. <laughs> you know who always follows around uh, uh, Motho Man? <laughs> oh, man. I, I've been, I'm not going to lie. The back of my head has been twirling a lovely Elizabeth pun, and I can't get one, so nope. please. No, this is actually a, a later, later cryptid slash wrestler. It's... Uh, Stone injured cold Steve Austin. Oh God. <laughs> All right. All right. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. That's a that's pretty solid. Yeah, it's all right. It's not great. But uh again, this guy didn't think uh he was he was threatened or uh, in any way. In fact, I don't even I, I think according to him, the bat squatch didn't even look at him. It it may have just either drove past it or it or it flew off, but Again, he, you know, it's a, it's a freaky thing to, to behold, yeah. but uh, nothing, nothing that is makes people think they're in immediate danger because right. of and it. That's the same thing, like the uh, the Mount Shasta sighting. Again, there was that 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 shock paralysis, but not like a malevolent threat. But yeah, this thing just rips by him, and and it's gone. Yeah, 
Bad Squatch, come back. Take me with you. <laughs> I'm surprised that there are no reports of it flying off with like a, a rainbow trail. It's <laughs> pooping behind it <laughs> and it taught my children to read it's purple and it's got wings and it may be a bad it may be a monkey monkey i bet it tastes like candy <laughs> you know this week on candy chat uh-huh i'd like to talk about something near and dear to my heart and that's eating too much candy because mm-hmm. it can make you fat squatch Oh, my goodness. You just brought it right back around, didn't you? I wish there was a cryptid that was just handing out licorice. I don't have a, I don't have a fancy name for it or anything clever. I just wish that uh, someday I saw Chupacabra and he's like, here's some Chupacabra hey, candy. You want some <laughs> Chupa Chups? Chupa Chews? Yeah. Charleston Chupa Chews? Charleston Chupacabra? Choo-choo. Choo-choo. Jesus. <laughs> Kill us. <laughs> so what do you think over under mr flora gosh bat squatch <laughs> day three city under siege uh, this one's crazy this one is 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 just uh i love i love all these descriptions of it and stuff but um what what could it be other than a flying bigfoot you know what i mean like there's no animal that that is nine foot tall and has yeah. a, a 50 foot wingspan and like we said before, a lynx squatch would be more appropriate the way it, it's described or and drawn anyway. Fruit bats don't get that big. We talked about that in a Jersey Devil. Like even the Jersey Devil wasn't that big and it could have been a hammerhead bat. Right. And you know what? I think uh, the the Mount Shasta example, the creature was in flight when it was seen. Mm-hmm. And I think when something's in flight, you you may not have a very good idea of where it is. Oh, yeah, you know, there's a real depth perception is, issue, and and clearly this guy's not really the best at uh, estimating distances. <laughs> there there are some things that don't quite add up, but uh, I think that these things are. I mean, it really could have been a large fruit bat. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it really could have been, and he couldn't if he failed to 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 get the distance like in his mind he could have seen it as much larger than it actually is if he thought it was further away so that's a good point yeah that's so. a good point but uh th- these other ones apparently they they were standing uh mm-hmm. and in fact the one from 94 uh apparently was you know in this guy's camp not i don't i don't get the sense that it was like right up in his grill but like uh standing maybe edge of edge of the campsite or whatever yeah and that's that's and that's common for all animals like you'll they'll right right to that the edge of the fire light. yeah there's a there's a bubble there so you know what do, what do you what are you supposed to take away from that i mean just just creeping it's just a lot going on for it i mean yeah i mean a colorful is. real colorful you know uh, yeah yeah I'm, com- I'm just amazed at how many people have pointed that out too that it and, it, and it's 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 consistent enough that there's something going on there something but being a flying Sasquatch, man, that is, that's going uh, uh, balls to the wall there. Yeah, that ain't messing around. <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of uh, yeah. the 2013 Miss Cryptid Contest. Round one. <laughs> yeah, so there we go. There's, there's your first four contestants. First Think it four. over. Do some research on your own. Sure, look them up. Look some mm-hmm. pictures up. I mean, don't judge books by their covers. That's right. And uh, and you know, and and sometimes you know that's 
That's how you got to do it. You got to you got to get in there and get your hands dirty. Oh my god, from the side it's it's Bigfoot the Barber Beefcake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you were you were thinking about it. Just, oh, I had it forever. I've been sitting on it yeah, for like 10 minutes right. now. Yeah, that's mm. right. Loch Ness Jim Duggan. Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Spring Hill Jacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh, nice. Well done. Well done. Yeah. See, that's, I mean, man, you're just getting nothing but free puns now. Yeah. Be like, smack. Ho. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay. so, so, uh, yeah, f- no jokes. You, you guys, uh, write in. We're so serious about this part. Blurryphotos.org. I'll, I'll have a uh, spot where it points you to uh, the form to fill out. Just yeah. you, you just put in a, a bubble. Yep. Um, which click one? It. Click click the bubble. Which one you liked, and uh, fill out uh, you know one of the other info fields that I put on there so that we know you know. Yeah. If you, I mean, tell us why. That's, that's important. We want to know what resonates with the uh, audience. If if you don't want to, you don't have to. But nope, um, you don't. Uh, we're, we'll, we're not the police of you. <laughs> we'll make sure that that your name is is in the in the pot. Yep, stirring it up, some soup. And like we said, uh, each week you can cast a vote, and yeah. uh, for every week that you cast a vote, uh, you'll get one entry yeah, that, into the sweepstakes. Yeah, put it in there. So there's a total of five votes uh, that you can cast if you yep. cast one uh, each week. We're gonna have uh, a winner of each week, which we mm-hmm. will announce in the next show. The winner of the previous show. Yep. So uh, you, you're kind of committing this for the long haul. Yeah. First podcast in June, we are going to announce the the winner of week four of the miscrypted right. contest, and then that'll give you your final four. And out of those four, you'll vote for your Crown favorite, a winner. the the winner of the 2013 miscrypted. And I know what you're thinking, like, wow, middle of June. Well, you know what? This is how long it takes a pie to bake. All right. Everyone loves pie. Yeah. So shut up. You wanna you wanna stuff apples and eggs in your face yeah. all at once? Do it. Just eat the dough, you animal. You greasy, filthy animal. Oh, did someone say my name? <laughs> oh my I'm sorry, Mississippi man animal. Oh, you said just animal. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> so <laughs> So yeah, so that means the second show in June. Uh, we will announce not only the winner of the Miscrypted 2013, but we will also announce live. Yeah. <laughs> quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. Air live quotes, live asterisk. asterisk. <laughs> not live at all. Uh, we will announce who who wins the sweepstakes. We'll draw a name, and yep. that person will get uh, a golden goatman of their own. And, and an uh, as-yet-undetermined prize package. Yep. Some uh, some neat stuff from, yep. from us, your friendly neighborhood blurry photos. So hope you hope you enjoyed that. Uh, yeah. What I'm going to enjoy right now, Mister Stecco, uh-huh. is coming up with a pun for each of these cryptos. Oh man, cuatro spando. That means you fools get eight puns this oh, episode. Man, hope you can handle it. Strap in and buckle down. Yeah, who's starting? You go first. I'll go first. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> you think you think you're scaring me? You like? What do you think? You're some knuckle of me? <laughs> uh, all right, all right. I'm going to go down the line here. I've got a pitching prospect from the far reaches of northern Canada. You, the scouts had to go all the way to almost the Arctic Circle to find this guy. But it's an amazing pitcher. Satchel Pager. Oh, nice sports reference. <laughs> 
The, those those pitches just freeze batters, man. Oh, nice. Just freeze them. You know, uh, Flora, I was going to do a uh, uh, a similar pun, but you know what? No one's used pages since the 90s. <laughs> that was it. Oh, that man. was my thing. <laughs> I, I would like to. Can I clean that knife for you? <laughs> the one you just slid between our ribs. <laughs> Man, I'm I'm all about the stealth pun today. You, you really are. Yeah, you're hiding shadows is hitting every time, man. Woo! Okay, what else you got, Flora? Great. Uh, all right, I have a hairstyle that instantly kills any chance of a relationship with anybody. It's called the Mongolian death perm. Oh. <laughs> I like that. It's uh, it's 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 highly acidic. <laughs> yeah, don't touch it. It's bright red. <laughs> oh man. Well, you know, uh, one of the reasons why they've uh, had such a hard time doing the the research in the Gobi Desert is uh, a highly communicable disease that's been moving through most of the scientific camps. It's the Mongolian breath germ. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> wham wham! <laughs> Double dribble there, kid. <laughs> It'll get you. <laughs> yeah, I, I almost called you for a double dribble. <laughs> you gonna let it? You gonna let it go? It's good. It's good enough. Enough. I like it. Uh, all right. I have a cat rescue service called Stuck in a Tree. <laughs> I okay. I gave you full points because when you are trying to craft a pun around something called the knuckle of E. Keeping it kid-friendly is not an easy task. And I <laughs> tip of the hat to you, David Flora. Oh, thank you very much. You know, uh, as much as, as as horrifying as it is and as much destruction as it causes to the good people, the good, hardworking people of the Orkney Islands, mm-hmm. <laughs> honest God's people. Salt um, of the earth. Yeah. The, one, of the, one of the hardest things about being a Nuklevi is that uh, there's no skin. So if, if you're packing on a few extra pounds it can be really embarrassing to mm. you know every, no one likes to be uh, uh at the beach in a bikini if they feel overweight and imagine if you didn't even have skin to cover yeah you might need to get a tummy tuckle of e oh <laughs> <sighs> and may god strike me down for that <laughs> not bad well I, I was trying to make us feel for the knuckle of e but you can't i don't think it's got can. that mongolian breath germ <laughs> Wilts crops. Mm-hmm. All right. Take us home, Flora. I'm going to take us home. With a real wonder to behold, flies through the air with the greatest of ease, lives in the sky and lives in the trees. It's the Acrobat Squatch. Holy shit. <laughs> you just crushed that. Slancha. Slancha. Mother Mic drop. <laughs> Beer oh, drop. Yeah. Oh, crap. Oh, God. <laughs> Can't wait to see that thing in action, though. Yeah, no. That... <laughs> Nine-foot-tall humanoid flying through a, the big top. Oh, yeah. He's purple. Purple. Well, of course he's purple. How many of those can fit in a clown car? Like 50. <laughs> it's just how it is. How they they, they work, remove man. their wings first. <laughs> now, the <laughs> this is a cryptid. That I believe is related to the skunk ape. It's the light to Matt Squatch. 
Oh, gross. <laughs> it's a poopy one. <laughs> a duty squatch. That's right. I was, I was unfortunately a lot more inspired by the wrestlers. <laughs> Can I can I get like half points for Randy the Motho Man Savage? <laughs> if you if you can come up with another wrestler right now, oh. you can take us home with that. Oh, one. okay. All right. I, I, see now, actually, my my knowledge of WWE wrestlers is is pretty thin, so it takes me it actually takes me longer to think of the wrestler yeah. than the pun. So actually, you give me a you give me a wrestler. Okay. Uh, do you want WWF or like classic WWF or uh, WCW? Oh Jesus! <laughs> uh, I'm just being a douche. Uh, how about Ric Flair? Woo! The Nature Boy. Yeah, I love that guy because I loved it when he goes woo. <laughs> I've, I do have one for you, Flora. I do have a wrestler for you from this very podcast. Who? From Northern Scotland. It's the Orkney Tonk Man. <laughs> Bon the DDT. Courtney <laughs> Tonk. Well, you you get full full effect on that one. <laughs> Woo! <Woo-hoo>. Woo! <laughs> Man, WWF. So uh yeah, go on there and 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 find the uh the form to vote on your favorite cryptid from this week. Yep. Maybe I'll write something up so it actually explains it instead of <laughs> Try to sort what it is from us out. Yeah. Uh, get, get on Facebook and like us. We appreciate that. Shows us uh, some support. Get on iTunes and rate us and subscribe. Yeah. All that good stuff. Uh, YouTube, we got a channel on there. We're, we're trying to uh, get these uh, old episodes up on there, and maybe we'll have some extra stuff soon. We're uh, diversifying our online presence into a number of media formats. And they, maybe that includes such places as the Twitters, Facebook, maybe on a YouTube. Also, StumblerPon. Maybe you know how to use that and you could tell us what the hell it is. Because that'd be super. I don't know. It's something my cousin Mikey's kids are into. <laughs> I hate them kids. I heard about it on Dr. Oz. <laughs> We're on StumbleUpon. If you know what you're doing on there, please uh, please find us and <laughs> give us a thumbs up. Or whatever you do on I think there's an interest knob. <laughs> Give us a crank on Stumble. <laughs> oh, God. We have no idea what we're doing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're on Twitter. Uh, blurry underscore photos. We, we, we tort some stuff. And uh, that's, that's all I'm saying. That's all we got. Yeah. Poke, poke click a pictogram for us on Stumble Upon. <laughs> We got affiliate links on there. Uh, oh yeah, that's site. right. Yeah. You guys can go on on there and find some some nice quality beers uh, from Craft Beer Club and um, yeah, and, and also from Gold Medal Wines. Gold Medal Wines. Get yourself some uh, some fine wine online. God, I can't oh, stop. Wow, that was amazing. <laughs> I well don't played. know where that came from. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna use them. I'm gonna use them. I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna try to use them too. Actually, yeah. I mean, we should we should divvy it up then. One of us should use beer as one of us should use wine. All right. You use, you get the beer. I'll get the wine. Okay. I, I enjoy uh, some wine time. And, um, it's because you got a lady. My lady friend and I will enjoy some. I'll get a nice, uh, get a nice pizza. <laughs> we're going to get an elegant sausage pizza and watch Fringe while sipping Chianti. How did you know? <laughs> it's Actually, Italian. We can't anymore. They don't have season five of Fringe on, on Netflix. We we burned through all the rest of them. 
Is it? Wait, is the rest of it on Netflix? Yeah, one through four is. Oh. Ma- mic drop. Mic pin drop. So if you click on there and, and make yourself an order, then uh, it helps helps us out a yeah. little bit. We get a, we get a little uh, get kickback. A little taste of that. A little taste. And, and you guys get booze. Right. And I can tell you what. We are way funnier if you're drunk. <laughs> That's right. Take one of those wines and crack it open and, and enjoy a bottle as you listen to, to the podcast. Yeah, why don't you schedule a date with a really, really hot person? Man. Yourself. <laughs> Maybe Set up a mirror across from you. Just sit there and just spend some time with you and us with a bottle of wine. This week on Blurry Photos, I'll be drinking a 1987 Malbec from the northern Australian uh, continent. And we'll be discussing the Mongolian deathworm. With me, as always, is David Flora. David, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great, Dave. <laughs> I'm enjoying a nice charats this week. <laughs> Hope everybody's doing fine and is nice and relaxed. In the studio tonight, we also have uh, an old friend of ours in the town, Divad. How are you feeling tonight? Hi, everybody. My <laughs> name's Divad. I'm enjoying the wine. I make juice box. <laughs> I brought the Franzia. It's the <laughs> finest wine in all of Kazakhstan. <laughs> it's good for stacking. Fits in refrigerator real nice and easy. <laughs> so those, those are the things that you can enjoy if you're drunk. But as a sober person, you were probably like, all right. You're like, are they going to get to the end of this or what? Yeah. So we're at the end of this. Um, thanks for everybody that's writing in with the, with the cool feedback. And again... Best way to help us out, tell somebody about us, get us out there in the world, yeah. grow the mob. Yeah, as <laughs> always. And uh, and I am uh, David Superfly Stecco. <laughs> I am David the Dragon Steamboat Flora. <laughs> yes! <laughs> you brought it home so solidly. Oh, how does that feel? Feels good, brother. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Our next stop takes us, takes us. Hello? Hold on, let me fix it. The famous Mongolian death bar. <laughs> I was in my living room, and it came through the floor and said, make a movie called Tremors. You'll make a mint. Get Kevin Bacon, and don't let him show his penis off. We're not ready yet. <laughs> you know who's an acting gold mine? Fred Ward. <laughs> and get the dad from Family Ties. We'll make him a gun nut. It'll be terrific. All right. And he can stay in every movie thereafter. Oh, yeah. You know who I like? Reba McIntyre. <laughs> yeah. Let's get her in there. The famous Reba, Reba McIntyre. <laughs> God. Oids. I like that name. Graboids. <laughs>